Hello friends, welcome to a special 150th episode spectacular spectacular of Teacher Needs a Drink podcast! I am Elvis, your host, and I'm here to let you know that this podcast is not safe for work. We are teachers at the end of the week and really the end of our ropes, and we'd like to talk honestly and openly about education without having to worry about losing our jobs, hence the pseudonyms. Now... As I said, this is a special, spectacular 150th episode, so I'm just going to dive into the meat and potatoes and get going pretty, pretty quick. So first off, I want to thank every single Patreon patron of Teacher Needs a Drink podcast. We have quite a few, and I'm so grateful and in love and happy with all of them. So first, a big, huge shout out to our patrons. Here we go. A big thank you to Quentin P., Ekebex, Mistress Mischief, Natasha S., Misanthropy, Princess Buttercup, Drag Lady, Kelsey, Nicole B, Shannon E, Helena C, Aaron B, Stephanie S, Maggie M, Teacher Texas, Teacher Kristen, Miss Sunshine, Hattie F, James Nally J, Jody D, Samantha D, Lisa C, Rachel, Jin Genie, Exhausted Band Director, Kimberly K, Kim K, Jessica A, Swiffle Ev Owners, Amanda F, Arion L, Physics Runner, Steph, Science Teach 17, Michael M, William P, Aldridge T, La Scorpionita, Britt M, Iron Swine, Noel R, Teresa H, Biker Teach, Marsh M, Christina B, Kristen B, Jason F, Amber H, Abby B, Sarah B, Regina N, Josie S, Sam B, Lucy P, Mary E, Jamie B, Red Violin, Kristen W, Vanessa J, Mary C, RJR, Kristen C, Johanna H, Space Panties, <coughs> oh that killed me, Irma A, Nimi, and Sarah N. That's right, for as little as $5-10 a month, you can sign up for the Patreon of Teacher Needs Drink Podcast, and you get access to over 96, 90, it's 90-something. Special exclusive episodes that are only available on the Patreon. There are some clips of them on today's special show, but you'll have to listen and find it. But man, there is some great stuff. We recorded an episode that went out last week called The Ballad of Care Bear, and it was one of the most intense, moving episodes we've ever done. I'm... I, at some point, I might put it on the regular feed, but that's going to be a while. But right now, it's only available on the Patreon. And I love our patrons. All right, friends, this is a huge clip show from episode 150. There are segments that have never been heard before on the main feed. And there is lots and lots and lots and lots of messages from all the hosts and a lot of our patrons. So I love you guys, and I really hope you enjoy this episode. It was lots of fun to put together. Cheers! Oh, wow. Okay, hello, everybody. This is Elvis, and this is a big deal. This is our 150th episode, and because I've been so busy and crazy and trying to get everything ready for, you know, school starting and all that, it really kind of slipped my mind until this past weekend, and I was celebrating with friends and doing all kinds of great stuff, so what I did is I set up a hotline where patrons could call and leave a message as well as host and tell us parts of the podcast they liked, and I'd get to share those with you, and it was a chance for the patrons to be a little more involved. And I might keep this hotline going for a little bit, just so if you guys have stories to share, you can actually, you know, just say your stories instead of typing them in. But I'm going to experiment with this today, and so we're going to start by just looking back at the beginning. Like, this is the very, very first episode to play a clip of it that we ever recorded, and uh, we'll see what you guys think. All right, it's changed a bit. No one can resist them. No one can resist my sweaty balls. They're quite tempting. I can. <laughs> <laughs> it's your superpower. It's it's a rare gift. 
All right. Well, we're going to go ahead and start recording. Well, welcome, teachers. We have our guest today. I am Elvis speaking to you. And to my right, immediately, I have Dickie. Dickie, tell us about yourself. Well, my name is Dickie McGee. Uh, I have been a teacher. I have been a college professor. And I've been an administrator. So I really need a drink. Nope, you've got your drink right there. I do, thank you. And then across from me, I have the ever-lovely Miss Bunny O'Hare. Bunny O'Hare, tell us about yourself. Hi, I'm Bunny O'Hare. I am in my 16th year of teaching, and I have spent that whole time teaching grades 5 through 8, so I also need a drink. Yeah, it's definitely time. I didn't say anything about myself. I am Elvis McIntosh, and I've been teaching for 17, 18 years. It's really a long, drunken blur at this point, but I've taught a lot of them from ages three to 18 and a lot of them in the same week. So it's kind of crazy. But speaking of which, we are going to be talking about students. Yes. Our wonderful nemesis and projects. And without them, we wouldn't have a job. And just to make it fun, I want to talk about the worst students, the ones that make it difficult, because it kind of gets boring to talk about the ones we hear all the time about how wonderful they are, and they turn in their work, and they give us gift cards, and their parents are amazing or absent or whatever they need to be. So (laughs) I would like your opinions and reactions. I went to the wonderful internet, and I found a list of horrible student stories. I want to share them with you. I just want to hear your reactions and whether, you know, what would you do in that situation or how would you deal or just what you think about this little asshole. So I think we established we would drink. Well, we're drinking. Okay. You know, in this situation, sometimes you have to wait till, you know, 345 or 430 or 420 to get a drink. So here we go. Hey folks, this is Bunny O'Hare and I am just here to say congratulations to Elvis and to everybody involved in the Teacher Needs a Drink podcast. Uh, Congratulations on episode 150. This is amazing. Um, I am so fortunate and so blessed to be part of this group. I am thankful for the friendships. I am thankful for these people in this community and how they have become trusted confidants and brothers in arms, brothers and sisters in arms in this wild, wild world of teaching right now. Um, One of my favorite episodes, if you have never listened to it, or one of my favorite topics is the Teacher's Guide to Mental Health, um, just because I feel like that is such an important topic still, again, more um, ongoing. So as always, Take care of your mental health. Um, put on your air air mask, whatever it is, before you uh, help others. Make sure that your bucket is full and hang in there. We love you and thank you for listening. All right, folks. And with the great bunny of hair, I think I'm going to play a clip from, you know, our Teacher's Guide to Mental Health episode. Enjoy. cheesy as it sounds like talk to your doctor but seriously there can be different causes of things especially something that I've experienced is being a uterus owner operator the Um, worst Mm -hmm. 
hormone imbalances. It may not even be like actual depression. It may be that your hormones are out of whack. So it it really is a good thing to talk to an actual medical professional Mm -hmm. instead of necessarily just trusting Google because bodies are really complicated and it could be an issue that is easily addressed with taking some kind of medication that has nothing actually to do with mental health. So the next clip I'm going to play for you guys is from, I want to say it's episode three. It could be episode four. I don't know. It was really, really early on. And this was at a teacher convention. We were actually sitting in the bar of this convention getting ready to get started. And Ms. Sparkles and Bunny O'Hare had just met for the very first time over drinks just a moment or two before we recorded this. So you guys get to hear just a little bit of them. This stuff was only available for just on the Patreon as one of our lost episodes. But I thought I'd give a snippet just for you guys. Because we must... Can I have a double tall vodka soda? We must have our alcohol. This is, after all, teacher teacher needs a drink. Needs a drink. Yes. Right. Take a sip. Take a sip. Cheers, bitches. Cheers, bitches. Woo! Elvis, I'm happy to be leading. We are on our second of who knows how many um, podcast recording. You are being so noisy. Okay, to my right, I have Dixie Tricks a lot. Goodbye, Earl. And of course, across from me, I have welcome back Bunny O'Hare. Hello, Bunny. How are you? Hi, Elvis. Uh, it's good to have you. And to my left, also returning happily, Sparkles. You are a treat. I am. I'm a real delight. You are a delight. It was delight, not treat. I think you are a delight. I mean, I'm both. I'm a delight Afternoon and a treat. Afternoon delight. That's true. Oh. Drinks are being delivered. Here we go. Thank you very hey. much. Perfect timing. Hey. Our favorite out very well. So oh, I'll narrate just to fill in the time because it's going to be hard to edit with all this background noise. Mine's a very I'm having color. a double vodka soda with lime. To my right, Dixie, tell us, what are you drinking? I am drinking Jack and Coke. Across from me, Ms. Bunny O'Hare, what are you drinking today? I am drinking a bourbon and Coke with whatever well because I'm cheap. Yeah, and then Miss Sparkles, what is that fancy drink? Mine is called a Blackberry Bramble and it involves gin. It's like purple with orange spirals. There's like a lemon in it. There's sticks. You can have a And this weird stick. I don't know what the stick is for. (laughs) They did give me a. They're using those paper straws. I'm not a fan of paper straws because I know I know plastic's bad. Well, they crush. And if you have something you're not drinking quick, like they melt in your mouth and having like this Elvis hates turtles everyone (laughs) that just means that you need to drink it faster so it doesn't melt I never in my life had a problem with limes or lemons ever they always enjoyed putting the drinks and then when I started dating again after my divorce a woman put a curse on me what and ever since then wait what why would would a woman curse you Elvis I You're don't the know. King. I'm a pretty like, charming guy. Did like actual witchcraft shit? Well, what? so we went on like our it was our second date, and we were at a bar and we we're drinking, and I was like, oh, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna go get her a drink. I was like, do you want lime or anything in it? She's like, oh, I don't drink lime. I was like, why don't you don't squirt lime in your drinks? Like, no, anytime I squirt a lime or lemon, it shoots me in the face. I was like, oh, that shit's never happened to me. I've never had. It. She's like, oh yeah, from now on. You got it. I was like, oh, she whatever. Did, oh, what? bro. Literally every fucking lime and lemon she I've squirted for the last three years has either squirted me or the person across from me. If I'm on a date, it will hit them. I'm like, I've been cursed. Look, and- Elvis, I'm telling you, where I'm from, we call that giving you the ojo. 
The ojo? Yes, so she gave me the ojo, which means the evil eye. <laughs> so what you're going to need to do is you got to go get an egg. No, it's not sage, girl. You got to go get an egg, okay, a raw egg. You got to rub it all over your body, and then you leave it under the bed for the night. And then the next morning, you crack it open. And if do it's I eat like, it? No, God, no. Oh. Because the egg is supposed to catch all the ojo that she gave you. So when you crack it open, you, if it has changed color, then that means it captured the ojo, and now you're cool. But I didn't, like, release it back in my house by cracking the egg. No, you I? don't release it back in your house. It's in the yolk and So he stuff. rubs the hard egg all over. I'm trying to picture this. Yeah, you take the egg, and you rub it, That's like, right. all around your body. Picture me. Rub with it. hard eggs Rub all it. over my body. <laughs> Rub okay. it everywhere. Listeners, <laughs> dear listeners, I would just like to tell you that I'm trying to help a brother out <laughs> to get rid of the ojo, and he's not taking me seriously, and now he's just going to squirt lime and lemon in his eye for the rest of his life. For the rest Aww. of his life. You, but... Okay, I want to know what you did to this woman that she hexed you on the second did date. Yeah, no shit. Like, really? I want to say it was hubris. Um, <laughs> you know, you like, didn't call the time I was... No, I, I called. It was. Did you go on a third date? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. But she cursed me on the second. I mean, there she, wasn't wow. a fourth date. You there went, was a third. You went on a third date with somebody who gave you the ojo? Like... That's I didn't realize it was there because honestly, I didn't really have any limes in my life at the time, and so like <laughs> it wasn't a common thing. It's like she cursed me. This happened. This was an odd, rare occasion. Come date number three, and we're at a bar, and I can tell the magic's not quite there like it was. And I squeeze and burnt, and gets me in the face, and she giggles. I'm like, oh. So that's something we can talk about. I think getting okay. Not ojo or getting lime in your eye. <laughs> but like dating as a teacher. Hey y'all, Miss Sparkles here. I just wanted to say thank you so much to all of our listeners. We couldn't do this without you. Um, and to my fellow hosts, I love you all. I'm so glad you're part of my life. And I just cannot wait to see where else this podcast takes us. I hope you all have the best school year ever. And if it's not, just keep listening to us because we will be there with our snark, our sarcasm, and our love to help you get through it all. Bye, y'all. Hello, everyone. This is Wayne Kerr, and I'm reporting to you from a state of denial, also known as Sunday. Anyway, um... So I got to tell you, like, dude, 150 episodes, like, major milestones. So, yeah. Anyhow, um, I got to say that my favorite part of being on the podcast is letting everyone who is not a teacher, all the stuff that teachers have to put up with, and then letting all of our teacher friends know that they're not alone in all of the silly, stupid things that we have to put up with. But um, also, I think it is very rewarding to us every once in a while when we actually hear a story that is like, wow, that happened. That's cool. So, yeah. Um, a favorite part of the episode for me is always going to be the would you rather questions. And although the questions are highly entertaining, I find it very amusing to see how Bunny is always going to try to find a loophole to get out of 
whatever two situations that she just does not want to be a part of. So, but it's been great jumping in, jumping out. Love all the other hosts that we have with us because they are always so awesome. And uh, that's really all I got to say. Bye from Wayne Kerr. So today on Just the Tip. Just the Tip. What? Just the Tip. What? Just the Tip. What? Just the Tip. No, no, no. End it. Stop now. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so when you get a kid with the I don't want us or the insert, use the broken record technique. Just repeat yourself over and over again. I need you to sit down here. I don't want to. I, I need you to sit down now. I'm not sitting here. I need you to sit down. I No. I need you to sit down. I, do I have to? It puts the lotion on its skin. <laughs> it's the hose again. Hi, everyone. This is Shirley Temper. And honestly, this podcast has been a mental health lifesaver for me. Knowing that I'm not alone. And the things that I am going through are things that we are all going through has really helped me through two of the darkest years I've had and, and getting love and support from our amazing Patreons and our amazing subscriber and the people who listen to our podcast and send us love and support. It feels like a direct ray of rainbow sunshine sparkle happiness just like slaps me in the face and I'm so grateful and honored to be a part of this amazing group of people and I'm thankful that Elvis asked me all those years ago and that I've been allowed to continue you guys mean the world to me and I'm honored thank you guys Here is our would you rather. Yeah. Would you rather (laughs) be followed around by an untrained bagpiper who practices every other hour around the clock? Oh, God. Or eat every discarded tissue you come across? One. (laughs) Yeah, bagpipes. Every discarded tissue? That's so many tissues. And being in elementary school, there's no way in hell. Oh, no. Give me. Give me the uh, bagpipe dude from, uh, you know, yeah, yeah. Give me First that dude that used to play on DuckTales with Scrooge McDuck. I <laughs> yep. love that guy. Here's the yep. thing is I dug through this deck of cards trying to find something worse than the discarded tissue just to see if there's anything that might make us choose that. And out of like eight cards, it was nothing. It was like, have half a mustache. Yeah, I'm taking half a mustache. Oh, that'd be great. <laughs> I can't even grow a mustache. Hey, y'all. Lucille Lane here. Happy 150th episode to Teacher Needs a Drink podcast. I absolutely adore being a part of the Teacher Needs a Drink family. We are passionate people who get the opportunity to reach out to passionate listeners all over the world. Some of my favorite sessions are the ones where we get together for recording parties. I get to see everybody's gorgeous smiles and enjoy the constant contagious giggling Cheers to Teacher Needs a Drink podcast, and here's to 150 more. So we're recording now. Oh, oh hey. So Balls. welcome to the podcast. Hey! So this is in my fabulous warehouse office right now. It's very fancy and high tech. 
and we're at the party, and I've got Rosie Rose with me. Hello, hello. And I have Miss Sparkles. Hey, y'all. And Miss Shirley Temper. You can't sit with us. <laughs> so we're really we're a little bit into the party, <laughs> and we're gonna do two. Just a quick, would you rather out of this random oh, deck of fuck. shit? Okay. So you get to just choose which one, and you. What is that? That's, <laughs> That's a car with a pig on it. Yeah. All right. So, would you rather have no more using bags for anything? Grocery, suitcase, like carrying shit is not an option without your hands. Or wear full scuba equipment whenever you have to leave your house. Well, we've been in a pandemic for a fucking year. I can wear a full the full scuba one. No, fuck that. I, yeah. I'm so over masks. Like, I'm not anti-mask, but if I don't have a fuck no, wearing a like full-on scuba the... mask, it says full scuba equipment. That's like okay. that brr, 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 over your face. In my defense, we'll, we'll fade it. <laughs> <laughs> you said full scuba. I assumed, like, the whole wetsuit, the flippers, everything. Not like, I, um, I guess they have to also wear a mask. I, yeah. I think I would rather cut off my hands. <laughs> Is that an option? No. Nope. I think I would do the bag thing because I'm a crafty bitch. Like, I'd figure something out. I'm nope. clever. Like, How would travel? It It'd be so much nicer to travel. I'd I like, fuck it. This well, is like, what I got. So, like, just the clothes you're wearing? Yeah, fuck just yeah. be wealthy as fuck, you know? And then you're like, oh, I'm just going to go to the That night, clothes I'm naked there. in the hotel room, washing my clothes in the sink, and then hanging yeah. over that shitty AC <laughs> no. unit. No. I'm just no, bald no, no. eagle <laughs> on the bed until the next morning when my underwear is drying. Oh, my God. Can I tell you a funny story uh, related to that? So, I stayed at this really nice hotel in Austin once for uh, a training. And my coworker was there and he did not go out to dinner with the group. He's like, no, guys, I gotta like wash a shirt or whatever, right? So he hangs his shirt up Stop. in the bathroom so that it steams while he's taking I've a shower. I've done that so you don't have to iron it. Right. Yeah, no, I get that. The that. problem is, you know those little sprinkler heads? <laughs> oh, no. He hung it off of the sprinkler Every head. Every fucking hotel yeah. I go to has a little Johnny. placard, right? And it, it says, says do don't not do use it. this. Right. Well, he didn't, he didn't read that placard, so he hung <laughs> it. And it set off the fire alarms in the hotel right, right. and it flooded two floors of the hotel. Holy shit. That's the dumbest thing ever. Yeah. And so uh, he texted our friend at dinner and was like, there's a flood. There was like news crews. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck is going on? So I called the hotel and I was like, is the hotel flooding? And the lady at the front desk was like, um, uh, I can neither confirm nor deny. I have to go. And like hung up on me. I was like. Do I need to leave the hotel? Yeah. I was like, uh, but yeah. Set off. The fire alarms by That's how clothes. you get ants, Miss <laughs> Temper. She just dropped like what? candy bar all over my office floor. I already stepped on a push. Ants, do you want ants? Yes. That's how you get ants. I don't that's how you get ants. Yeah, no shit. That's how Let's I get ants. No. Hi, it's Zola Zanzibar. Happy 150th episode. Even though I'm mostly behind the scenes, I've been with Teacher Needs a Drink from the beginning, and it is amazing to see how it's grown from just this bunch of nerds sitting around a kitchen table with cocktails to a group of really funny and caring professionals from all over who just lead this amazing community of teachers, and we love y'all. Um, my favorite part of the show is silly, but I, it just tickles me whenever I can hear the clink of ice in someone's cup. It's a dumb little Easter egg, but whenever I hear it, I just go, ah, I heard that. I heard your bourbon. I hear you drinking. Good for you. As for my favorite episode, obviously any I've been in because I have a sparkling wit and effervescent personality. 
But if I had to pick one, it would probably be number 62, Adios Devos, because bad bitch. And <laughs> the woman was a cancer on the education system. And you can just really hear like the joy in everybody's voice about the prospect of her being gone and things just improving in the coming years. And it's near two years later and things are, you know, improved, I guess. But it's nice to hear the hosts at that point have been through like a lot personally and professionally and just to share their joy and their hope for the episode. So love y'all. Thank you for listening. Welcome back, guys. We recorded this episode like we know this, but you guys out there know. We recorded this episode like three days ago, and we had technical difficulties, and it wasn't really jiving, and we're all kind of off. I was definitely a little bit off by the end of it. Mm-hmm. And then, like, we had this amazing Saturday, and, like, Joe Biden was announced as the next president of the United States. Woo! And yeah. so... Well, I am so excited. I actually feel kind of a sense of hope going into 2021 now. What is that shit? But the big thing I'm most excited about is that Betsy DeVos is going to be gone. And so this is the Adios DeVos episode of Teacher Needs a Drink podcast. Like yesterday when uh, I'm sure everybody watched. Everybody Mm -hmm. watched the speeches and Joe gets up there and goes, and my wife, Jill, she's kicking her ass out. He made it a point to be like, yeah. And that's like calling her out by name. She's out of here. Well, we were watching the, um, the speech and, um, you know, they're, they're excited. Was it, is it an acceptance speech? I don't really know, but it was classy, Yes, but it was cool because Mr. Temper and I, we sat down and we, we explained to our, our two uh, crotch goblins, you know, the deal. And they were so excited that Joe Biden won. Um, we were at the um, the Elder Tempers house, and the Elder Tempers are Republicans, so we just didn't talk about it, and we didn't tell the kids until we like got in the car, and they were so jazzed. And so we're watching this, and you know Joe is great, and he's cool and everything, but Kamala, yeah, and the magnitude of that. And so we explained to our older crotch goblin, and and he was like, "Oh man, this is such a big deal." And the five year old girl was like, "I." like her. She's saying nice things about girls. That means I can grow up and be president. And when I'm president, I'm going to make sure you have a big house, mom. The other thing that was so cool is, you know, the, the switcheroonie happens January 20th, right? That is my oldest crotch goblin's 10th birthday. And he made a tenth birthday, Crotchy. I know, right? And he made a point of saying, I can't think of anything better than that horrible bully not being our president anymore. I know, right? I was thinking before we even started recording, like, there may still be a listener or two who hasn't been turned off by our spewing liberal crap. Um, <laughs> like there are, it's possible that there are still listeners out there who enjoy us in spite of that. Did but, you use your air quotes when you said that? Cause I could feel the air quotes. It, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> we are not on a video call. She just knew, but can we all just agree like across party lines that Betsy DeVos is the actual worst like Satan. Uh-huh. Yeah. Really? The worst. Yeah, I don't even, even people I know that are the most hardcore Trumpers are still like, get this hoe out of here. Yeah. <laughs> yes. mm-hmm. So everyone agrees that she's awful. She has no experience whatsoever, and she's put in a position to make calls that make no sense. Mm-hmm.
There's freedom that comes from being your entire chocolate self with no consequences. My favorite thing about Teacher Needs a Drink, I believe, is the therapeutic release. When we gather, it's always a good time. Uh, I think my favorite episodes are mental health ones. Um, the parts of episodes when we tell some outlandish stories that are 100% true. And also the ones where Bunny O'Hare slam dunks on her enemies. I appreciate the small nuances and phrases like temper tantrums, the foo-foo and chocolate kisses, or the countess. Those are all unique to this experience. I legitimately count my dark chocolate blessings for this. And I'm glad I reached out to Elvis and said I wanted to be a part of this. I knew it was going to be special. So for every chocolate greeting or count chocolate sign off, I hope y'all embrace all that is Count Chocolate. <laughs> Elvis, you're a genius, and I'm incredibly thankful. Uh, shout out to your 150th episode. Ladies and gentlemen, on behalf of Teacher Needs a Drink podcast, I would like to welcome you to the 2020-21 school year. Please make sure all personal emotions, familial needs, and health issues are stowed away in the rear compartment of your brain before logging on for the day. Failure to tuck this baggage away may result in an inability to achieve any progress. Once lessons have commenced, you are free to move about your mind and deal with any issues, but be warned that the size and type of your baggage may have shifted and you risk collapse by exposing yourself to them at this time. There are 12 restrooms in this building. The eight closest to you will be randomly closed for sanitation. Please consider this when thinking of intaking liquids or nutrition of any form. Bathrooms are considered off-limits while giving any kind of instruction, so please plan any bodily evacuation accordingly. In the unlikely event that the internet or school software should go down, please notify the front office. We are told one of them should be back from lunch before too long. If you are teaching in person, please make sure you are aware of certain recent safety measures that the local government should have put in place while the lessons are progressing. In general, young humans are disgusting by nature, so these rules should be followed at all times, regardless of your political views or claimed IQ. Number one. Masks that cover the mouth and nose should be worn at all times, even if the student is six feet away from another living creature. Number two, all students should sanitize hands upon entering and exiting the classroom. Number three, in the event that you should start feeling emotionally overwhelmed or an anxiety attack coming on, please make sure you put on your own personal oxygen mask and help yourself before tending to the needs of others. Teacher Needs a Drink podcast would like to once again thank you for continuing to work in the noblest of professions, regardless of pay, toxic positivity, and what the general public opinion of your position may be. We know you had many choices in professional careers, and we here at Teacher Needs a Drink podcast are ecstatic that you continue to attempt to educate the future of this world. We welcome the opportunity to listen, commune, cry, smile, and support you through this fuck tangle of a year. Remember, 
you are not alone. Thank you again for listening to Teacher Needs a Drink podcast. Deep breaths, deep drinks. Hello, this is Jin Genie. I found you wonderful, crazy, brilliant teachers during the pandemic when I was working from home trying to teach online special ed students who could not sit still, could not look at the uh, video screen. I mean, it's not their fault. It's just video teaching is not their jam. So even though everything was going to hell, and it felt like shit teaching from home, staring at a screen, doing Zoom calls all day long. We were all supposed to be positive, 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 positive. We're all positive, and we were not allowed to ever complain. So then I found your podcast, and oh my God, you complain so wonderfully. Thank you, thank you. You have saved my sanity. Hey, it's Lady Shathia from Texas. I just want to express how much I love this podcast. I love having such a close community of like-minded people who are in it for the kids, but also in it to help each other and be there for each other. And I love the episodes where we really talk about solutions and working together to find more community and building up the Patreon and having somebody that we can lean against and connect with and talk to about our issues. And it's so helpful and healthy to have such a community. And it's been so wonderful to be a part of this for so long. I've been listening for years and I look forward to see where we go from here. And it is very, very important, not just for your mental health, but for your physical health to take care of yourself because they're connected. You can't have a physically healthy body if your mind is full of shit. It's impossible because one's going to make the other break down. And I think everyone at some point goes through that and it fucking sucks. And in order to prevent that, you need to take the reins. You need to address either an unhealthy relationship with your school. You need to adapt things to set good boundaries and you need to make sure you are practicing self-care and doing things that will preserve your relationship with yourself and your family and your loved ones and your friends. And remember, it's always, it's a journey. Like I did not become who I am today overnight. This took time. And as long as you're aiming for 1% better a day, that is wonderful. Good day, Elvis and everyone at TNAD. It's Chris from ChrisHasAutism.com. Thank you for letting me guest on your show, and I enjoy your show with your back and forth, repartee, games, funny remarks, and congentary. Commentary. Please visit my blog at chrishasautism.com. And Brooklyn says hi. Brooklyn is my kitty cat. Okay, how do I stop recording? Is it this button? Help! Yeah, now I'm here just um, to kind of... Uh, talk about the condition, uh, maybe what kids go through with it. I guess the main thing is to help folks to educate people and maybe they might know someone who has the same sort of behavioral issues that I might have had as a child and they can kind of uh, maybe identify 
the signs that someone might be on the autism spectrum uh, when they're a child. Do you, well, this is, like, I've known you for a long time. I think I met you when I was 18 or 19. You're the same age as I am. We were in college together. Yes. And while I've known you for a while, I, I think I would have described you as a quirky individual, but it was an interesting gang of college people. So everyone was kind of different and off. Yes. And interesting in their own ways. And so I never really thought anything of it. Was it a relief to find out when you were diagnosed or was it something you were kind of scared of or worried about? I would say when I, when I uh, first heard about autism or heard about, you know, the, the whole spectrum of it, um, I guess the key word being Asperger's when I was 33 and I started doing some research, it just, it answered all the questions. It explained everything. Um, just my thought patterns, the weird behavioral, uh, signs that I might've had as a kid. And, you know, even being, um, in the, the theater department in college around a lot of quirky people, even still, I still felt very unusual, even for being in a group of people that was unusual to begin with. I felt even more unusual than the rest of them. So, um, to answer your question, I would say it was definitely a relief to find out, to get, to get an answer for why, why am I this way? Or why do I feel this way? Why do I feel so different? Hey, this is Bo Peep. Teacher Needs a Drink is honestly such a breath of fresh air to me. Perfectly capturing the balance of cathartic bitching and a true love of the profession. Being that I'm still pretty early in my career, I've often thought, I should not be feeling this way. But then I hear a host talking about that same feeling, and that's just such a relief. I've also taken away so much from the Teacher's Guide episodes. Uh, overall, Teacher Needs a Drink just creates a community that I think teachers really need. I want to ask you about your, your pot origin story. When was the first time you were exposed to pot? When was the first time you, just your first memory of it? Was it something you did? Was it your first experience? I'm just curious to take it, but I'll tell you mine. When I was, I was young, and I'm younger than I would want my son or anyone else to be, but when I was, I want to say, 13, I remember uh, some friends got it. I was in middle school, and we crawled onto the roof of a building, and we had this tiny little pipe, and we smoked it, and then we, like, blew the smoke into each other's mouths because that's what straight males do when they're 13. And <laughs> I remember us thinking, man... We didn't get high at all. But on reflection, we ate like three bags of Tostitos chips and like drank six Coke mm -hmm. and like giggled like hell the whole time. We just didn't know that was being high. Yeah. And then I didn't do it again for like a year. And then my cousin took me to go see Stargo to Thanksgiving and that blew my fucking mind. But that was me. And so it was a fun introduction. But I can say in hindsight, my brain was not ready. I can say there was definitely a, a drop in grades after I did that and my attention span. So we'll talk more about that part later. But I'm curious about some of you. Okay, Miss Demina, tell us about your origin story. So I remember uh, the first time I ever did it, um, which was kind of surprising because in high school, I went to a more urban high school. Uh, and so you can imagine that that was definitely something that was around and I could have definitely, you know, picked it up if I wanted to. Um, but didn't. I was a goody two-shoes all through school, and so I didn't do any of that. And then in college, my very first year, 
um, one of my friends that lived in the same apartment complex said, Hey, you want to come over? Like, we're going to, you know, have a party. And so we went over and that was the first time that I ever smoked. Like I just, she was like, Oh yeah, we got some of this. And so I was like, cool. And then I smoked it. And then it was the same kind of thing though. Uh, we didn't think that we were high. Like we were like, no, we're fine. But looking back at it now, we were just sitting there looking at each other and giggling. And then we ate a bunch of chips, ate a bunch, like went out and walked to go get food. And then, yeah, that was, that was it. That Um, sounds very similar. (laughs) Yeah. But I was, I was what, 18 at the time. And so it's, it's interesting because you said, you know, you were, you were younger and you feel like that might've been something that, you know, was a a factor in it. But I think that, you know, in the first time, like, I think that everybody kind of thinks that, (laughs) Yeah. but then at the same time, you're looking for it again. You know what I mean? Like when you get stressed a little bit or when you're, when you're like, it's like, oh, that would be, that would be real nice right now. Just giggling. Mm-hmm. and eating chips. <laughs> it's not a bad thing. It's what most teacher happy hours include, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's laughing. It's kind of a thing. Yeah. Um, what about you? I knew what it was growing up. Uh, I think my first experience with it was well into my teenage years. Um, I think probably about the age of 21, I might have smoked one, two, three, four times. Um, and it's not something that I typically uh partake in at all right now so i'm this is actually going to be rather educational for me um however i have discovered some various gummies and delta eight and we have a lot of conversations with students and former coworkers. so yeah being in it's i mean i I know i'm aware (laughs) i'm hip (laughs) but i uh also it's not a part of my daily or it's not anything that i partake in on the regular I got it. I support it. Um, Little Miss Sunshine, what about you? My story's a lot like how misdemeanors opened or began with, like, in high school, my friends did. But I was like, no, no, drugs are bad. They're wrong. I'm not going to do that. And then when I got to college, I very soberly decided, I think it's time to do pot. And so (laughs) my sophomore year, I was dating a guy at another school And my best friend also happened to go to that school. So I went up for the weekend and I was like, this is the weekend I'm going to do pot. That was my decision. And so um, we went to my best friend's apartment and she, um, but the guy I was dating and my best friend like tried and tried and tried to smoke me up. And like, I, like every, like you you all said, I, I didn't feel anything. So I was like, oh, it doesn't affect me. Well, the next night we went on this camping trip with, um, the guy I was dating and his friends that all met for the first time. And I was, you know, the, the bowl was being passed around. Everybody's drinking. I was getting a little silly. And, and he was like, you better watch out with this, with this weed. You better be careful. And I was like, no, no, it doesn't affect me. And, and less than an hour later, I'm puking in the bushes. And, oh, and that wow. was, that was my beginning. <laughs> but I realized that like, you know, there's like a, a balance. Uh, Miss Bo Peep, you're you're kind of the baby of the group. Um, you're the youngest by far at the sweet age of like, I'm gonna say 29 or 26. 26. You're a baby. You're so sweet. 25. <laughs> 25. I'm sorry. I don't want to age you up. Oh no, <laughs> no. I'm flattered. <laughs> Embrace your younger years. But Miss Bo Peep, do you have a pot origin story? Have you ever had an experience with it? Well, yes. The last time I did it was actually with you and Miss Demeanor. So. <laughs> 
Yeah, so and that was a while ago. So I I don't do it very often, but essentially, like if it's offered to me, I will partake. Um, The first time I did it, I was the same a around the same age as a lot of you two. It was my at the end of my freshman year of college, and I had a very dear friend of mine guide me through it. And I I believe I definitely felt it the first time. I did throw up. But then I, I still had a great night. I crossfaded, which probably wasn't a great idea for the first That's time. That's why you threw mm. up. I was trying to <laughs> well, it was up before I started drinking. Or maybe it was like right when I started. I don't know. It was, it was a wild <laughs> night. I, I don't have many memories of that. Um, the, but otherwise, um, my ex- a lot of my experiences with pot have not been great. I have, you know, the classic story of I ate a whole brownie and then I you know, that was a pretty terrible night. I had another instance in which I like smoked a joint and like my only symptom was that like my heart was racing and otherwise I felt like I wasn't feeling anything. And it's like, well, that's the opposite of what I wanted to happen. And uh, so it's like my relationship with pot is often, I feel like because I don't do it very much, similar to like how it started with alcohol where you just like, you don't really know your limit. You don't really know like what each thing does. So like Count mentioned, I'm looking forward to this episode to educate me a little bit more on how I can do pot better. <laughs> you can do the pot better. Yeah. Well, you were a pro with misdemeanor and I, we wouldn't have noticed. No, not at all. Not at all. <laughs> I'm surprised. That was a fun time. Surprised. <laughs> <laughs> and then, Sarah, can you tell us about your origin story? When did you first, I mean, I have a feeling it was your dad, but when was the first time you were exposed to it? (laughs) Uh, No, actually wasn't family. This was with a friend. um, And I'm not sure if this is the first time that I was exposed to it, but the first time I uh, engaged, I was quite young. I'm not going to disclose that, but I was um, young And I remember hearing from friends that you don't get high the first time you smoke. So I remember smoking with a friend of mine and she definitely got high and I was kind of paying witness. So then diligently, I made sure we had a smoke the next day. I remember we were kind of hotboxing her garage, thinking we were really low key. But of course, there was a ton of smoke getting out from, I think it was like the pet door. So everybody who was hanging (laughs) out in the alley uh, knew exactly what we were up to. And um, I'm not sure if this is typical or not, but I was playing soccer at the time. So I had a soccer game that day and I went to play soccer. I scored a couple goals. I was amped. And then I went home and promptly, you know, more or less went to sleep. So it was um, it was kind of a twofer for me. Well, very cool. Thank you guys for sharing all that. I could see we all had uh, different ages and different start, but the story, it's, our stories are fairly similar. Um, a lot of people, the first time they smoke, they'll mix it with pot. And one of the things, or they'll mix it with alcohol. And one of the side effects of marijuana, one of the things that makes it a great medicine and other sides is that it can settle your stomach. But the problem with mixing with alcohol is it settles your stomach so you don't notice when you're starting to feel nauseous. And you might over partake in alcohol. And that's when you start throwing up. And it's not a good thing. Mama Chicken here. Um, Happy 150th episode. This is amazing. Um, Teacher Needs a Drink podcast uh, came into my life right around the time that everything was shut down because of the COVID. 
Um, and I had been looking for a good teacher podcast because I'm a podcast junkie, and sometimes, you know, the true crime gets a little dark, and I needed something kind of uplifting. And I'd actually heard about this podcast from a, a running Facebook group, believe it or not. <laughs> Somebody talked about listening to it while running, so I thought, well, I'll check it out. Fell in love. It felt like sitting around with my teacher friends and talking and laughing about the oh, holy shit stuff that happens. And um, I was missing that sorely when we went on lockdown. This extrovert here missed those conversations. And so I felt like I could get that. And it became really, really important to me. So important that um, after things started going back to (laughs) normal-ish, I was still listening to podcasts every week. And I realized that y'all were not recording over Christmas. And so um, I had to. I had to become a Patreon so I could get the extra clips so I could get my teacher needs a drink fix. But um, now I'm a host and I'm thrilled to be. This is such a great group of people. You guys just enrich my life so much. So love you, love you, love you. Mwah. Mama chicken kisses. Hello, patrons. I just wanted to give you a short little, truly short bonus clip. It was from our reproductive rights episode and all the hosts were recording and I was just on mute in case there was an issue. And apparently my phone went on unmute and you get to hear what happens. So at the bequest of Space Panties, this is being sent to all the patrons so you guys just can enjoy it. Hope you like it. The numbers of people who have... Um, you know, yeah. who are either having a coerced or forced pregnancy. Can you hold you know on what? one second? Um, yeah. Hey, yeah. Do that outside. I thought I saw him for a second. Send <laughs> on mute. Hey, peanut brittles. <laughs> <laughs> I go make peepees in your bathroom. Oh, no. Move <laughs> <laughs> just in time, too. Oh no! Are we gonna hear you? I don't know about y'all, but I love every second. That's hilarious. <laughs> oh shit! I'm not. <laughs> Did you make peepees in the bathroom? <laughs> well, since I've already broken that, and you know, um, yeah. all right. Well, I'm gonna go peepee now, and we're not gonna go have heartfelt conversations. I'm sorry, I interrupted. You guys keep going. Did you get peanut brittle? Go make tinkles, bud. Hi, this is Space Panties. I'm in California, and I am really grateful for the podcast because it has been something that I can look forward to to listen and um, just know that other people out there are feeling the same that I am. Commiserate, and I'm really glad to have met Elvis. <laughs> thank you it takes, a lot of, it takes a lot of courage to start like start your own business and start your own podcast mm-hmm. and do Absolutely. things like that so that's a that's a courage thing ah. hey y'all it's Kristen from ohio First, I want to say thank you to Elvis and all of the hosts for continuing to put together such an amazing podcast. I've been listening for a couple of years, and I remember the first episode I listened to, I had to stop because I was laughing so 
hard. And that's what got me hooked. And it's what kept me coming back every single week. And it's what got me to become a patron because I found a group of like-minded teachers and also some teachers that had different opinions on things. And we could talk and listen to one another and share ideas. We could support each other. And that's what I have absolutely loved about this podcast. So thank you guys for 150 plus amazing episodes. I say plus because, you know, Patreon exclusives. And you all have been an amazing find for me. So thank you all. I love you all in a school appropriate way. And I can't wait to see what you guys cook up next. Balls, 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 balls. Because I've done this so many times. <laughs> Yay, finally. Right now, that sounds overwhelming. But Care Bear, we all love you. you. This is amazing. I've always enjoyed you as a friend and chatting with you through the podcast. And you were one of the people who always did step bet with us when we were doing it. And Mama Chicken took over because I couldn't do it anymore. But kudos to you. I'm really proud of you and I'm really happy for you. So here's to lift a glass to new things and new beginnings and all the good stuff that goes with it. Cheers. But cheers. Thank you guys so much for your support. And, and I have so much respect uh, for you all and the, and the hosts. Um, truly you guys are my therapy on Wednesdays and I look forward to every episode. And so, um, lots of, I mean, sorry, I'm just really grateful for you all. So thank you. Love you. Oh, big hugs. Okay. Love you, Care Bear. Yeah. All right, friends, I I'm wrapping this up now. I'm so proud and happy that we made it to 150 episodes. Um, that last little clip was our most recent Patreon exclusive episodes, an hour long one called The Ballad of Care Bear. And she has one of the most intense edge of your seat stories. Uh, we all kind of went in, oh, this will be a quick little 20 minute recording. No, we recorded for a long time because she is just amazing and the story she told is amazing. So if you're ever on the fence about Patreon or signing up for it, um, go do it because $5 a month and you get amazing stories like that. And there's been a whole lot of clips of Patreon in here. So I don't want to do a huge Patreon push. In fact, I'm ready to wrap this up because I've been working on this all afternoon. The hosts haven't heard it. It's going to be kind of a surprise and a thank you. But I want to say from the bottom of my heart, thank you to every single host, contributor, write-in, voice, email, lovers, friends, supporters who have all been here through this. It's been a crazy journey the last three years from us going, hey, this could be fun, to us getting a contract and then COVID and then having to go digital and these last few months where just everything's growing and we just hit 150 episodes. That's insane. But I love everyone out there. If you need another 90 episodes, go join the Patreon because there's 90 more on there. And um, I love you guys all. Everyone out there, take care of your mental health. Put the mask on yourself first. Deep breaths, deep drinks. Cheers. Yeah. Woohoo. <laughs> All right, the friends, thanks for joining me on this adventure for our 150th episode spectacular. We have a lot of fun things planned for this coming school year. We've got a lot of new hosts. We've got a lot of new things. It's just going to be a 
amazing. I'd like to tell everyone, if you can, you want to support us, go to our Patreon. For as little as 5 to $10 a month, you can get all kinds of extra access to 90-plus bonus clips and episodes. There is an amazing Facebook group that everyone's part of. You just have to go up to Patreon and sign up for Teacher Needs a Drink podcast. All right, my friends. Thank you, everyone, to all the lovers, friends, family who have been here through all of this, the host. I, my heart goes out to you. Thank you guys for making this such a great success. And to 150 more. Cheers. Thanks, everybody.